So we follow this matrix pattern and there's a lot of fear for your, like there's a lot of fear in you and your heart to, in your body to leave that pattern. And then there's a lot of judgment from everybody else around you if you leave that pattern and if you leave the matrix. Welcome to the Dairy to Move podcast. I am your host, Colleen Wetmore. Each week, I will give you a guest or a thought that will help you become aligned with your soul and your life's purpose. We will have conversations about raw and real topics with inspiring and motivational individuals. So let's get deep, and I dare you to move into who you were meant to be. Welcome back to the Dairy to Move podcast. I'm your host, Colleen. Um, if you are a reoccurring listener, I love you very much and thank you for coming back. If you are a new listener, I love you and thank you for showing up today. I hope you like this episode. So today is episode number 52, which means I have been doing this podcast for a year. 52 weeks. That's crazy. And it's interesting because it went out the last week of July last year, but this, I guess it's a week early this year. But, yeah, I've been doing this for a year. It's pretty crazy. I've I've learned a lot. I've learned, I love talking to people. I love interviewing people. I love getting to, I just love learning about self-care and different types of careers that are out there that are people doing different types of self-care, self-development. I just love talking to inspirational people, and my guests have definitely been inspirational, and I love them so much. Um, I've learned I do not like editing, really. Um, More so just the time it takes. It takes about three to four hours, sometimes five or six, um, because it's like I have to listen to the whole episode again. I have to pick out quotes. Let's take out anything that sounds um, like if we had a moment of break or like coughing fit or something. So I take those out. I have to get the quotes. Then I have to do my intro. Then I have to put it all together. Then I type the quotes into Word for my marketing. Then I put it all into Buzzsprout. And then I do all my marketing. So I usually split it up between Monday and Tuesday nights, depending on what I have going on. If I have an interview on a Tuesday night, I try to do most of it Monday night, which doesn't leave much fun reading or TV time for me, but that's okay. But but yeah, it's been a journey. I've learned a lot. I would say that I've learned that... Life isn't always what it seems to be and that you could all have a plan for yourself and it may not turn out the way you thought it would be. It could be so much better and 
all my guests have taught me that because their lives, they didn't plan their life. They did not think that they would be a life coach or a relationship coach or doing meditative or intuitive work. Like, they didn't think that at all. And here they are, fucking kicking ass and be a powerhouses of people and doing what they love. So I love that so much. And thank you to all the guests who have come on. And thank you all to my future guests who will be coming on. I'm super excited for it. And it's very good. Um, but yeah, so I got my Reiki attunement on Thursday. So that was interesting. I actually ended up getting two because I booked one for five and then going, oh shit, I may not be working from home in July when I booked this, which I am, but I didn't know that in May. And so I booked another one at eight. So I ended up having two, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. So the one at five made me feel very relaxed and I had intuitive, um, intuitive, I had intuitive calling to put, like, place my hands on certain chakras and everything, which I found very interesting. And I was just, I was sitting outside, I had earplugs in, and I was just very relaxed, almost fell asleep. It was just very relaxing. And it's funny because it's, like, instantly I knew when it was over, the attunement. Because you're not talking to anyone, you just get, receive the energy. I knew when it was over. And then the one at eight, I actually ended up feeling really, really ill. So I don't, I don't know why. Maybe because I had two in one day and I'm not supposed to, but I didn't know how to cancel the one at eight. So, so yeah, that happened. So yeah, I'm, I, I finished my, so I have my Reiki certificate and my animal practitioner Reiki certificate. I just have to start practicing. I'm going to, and still I want to like obviously study more and, you know, keep relearning this stuff, but I'm going to start so I do Reiki on myself at least once or twice a day. And then I'm going to start um, doing distance Reiki on my dogs or try to do the, um, the way I place my hands on them. But I don't, Wally doesn't really like that. I think Cole's okay with that. But, so we'll see. Um, they just got shaved today. They look like little rats. <laughs> Because they were so poofy and um, they were just so poofy and Wally was getting really hot. And I felt really bad because I don't, like my electric bill skyrocketed. It went from $125 to 248 Like it skyrocketed. And now I'm on a budget too. And I was like, what? And my dad was like, what the hell happened? I'm like, I don't know. So I turned the AC up. So it's up really high, so it's a little warm in here, but at least it's not humid because it's like 90-something degrees outside. Connecticut's been super hot. Last week, we had three days of really nice weather. I had the windows open. I would sit outside every night. I would go on walks every night. It was just gorgeous. Um, but yeah, so now they're shaved and they're Wally's nose is normal temperature and Cole's normal temperature. So... They're not as hot now, so I feel better. Um, but yeah, so today you have on me. And yeah, I wanted to talk about the blackout. So, Shaman Durek talks about this. It's in his book. 
He actually wanted his whole book to be about this, but I guess his publisher said that was kind of too much and too depressing for people to handle. So he had a chapter on it. But so basically what the blackout is, is so we've all experienced blackouts before. But so it's basically when a portion of the species goes off the rails and veers so far out of alignment that they need to experience a quantum leap and awakening to restore harmony to themselves and to the planet. So basically he's saying it's a big old shake up and wake up. Um, so obviously as humans we've experienced a lot of blackouts. Um, but this one is particularly unique because it's a global level blackout. But this one is affecting everybody on the planet. And we've already, he says, we have already witnessed massive disruptions in the natural world as Earth attempts to restore balance to itself by way of accelerated climate change and increasing violent weather patterns. So it's very obvious that humans in general, do not give a shit about Mother Nature, and we are treating her very poorly, and we think we are above her, and we're not. And it's just, I don't know. But so, basically, just humans are not in alignment, and he's saying... That we're polluting our systems with disruptive medium poisonous intoxicate intoxicants to get temporary break from stress of the monetary, the mo monotony of survival. Um, we divide and we gossip and we consume. We slaughter entire groups of people who believe differently than we do. We condemn criminals to death instead of seeking rehabilitation for them. I will agree with that one is a huge one, especially in America. We just throw people in prison and don't even try to help them figure out what, why they're doing what they're doing. We just throw away the key and, you know, whatever. Um, but we are a very consuming race. And we are destroying the planet and we are destroying ourselves. We eat processed food, which he talks about. Like, we don't really eat real food anymore. <laughs> um, and honestly, I kind of feel that humans are just, we're kind of embarrassment. We're kind of embarrassing. There are very, 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 very good, really good, kind, loving people on this planet. And then there are ones that aren't. And But as a, a collective in general, we are not. Humans are embarrassment. And we need to do better. We really, we really do need to do better. And how to do better is by starting with yourself. Okay. Then, he talks about the Matrix. Which is basically a system. The darkness hacks. So the darkness is like... People, so, darkness for us is just the gossiping and the judgment and the jealousy and the treating people like crap and the pointing fingers and not loving yourself and treating yourself like crap and thinking you're not worthy and all, like, all those negative thoughts that we get is from the darkness. So that 
is the matrix, which is what we are living in. So, once we're caught in the grips of the system, the darkness hacks into our unconscious minds, and so it dominates and restricts our behavior while generating the frequencies of fear, doubt, lack, conflict, in order to feed its own realms. Um, but the matrix, so the matrix is all about boxes, and it exists to keep us living in boxes and thinking in boxes and doing the same things everybody else is doing every day, all day for the rest of our lives, because boxes and patterns and the same status quo make every human's easy to control. Yeah, this is kind of scary. So basically, he's just saying we go to school, we then go to college, we have to get a nine to five job, then we get married, have kids, get promoted, maybe, maybe not have a shitty job. Cole's shaking. Um, get the house, so have the mortgage. Um, take the yearly vacation, buy stuff for yourself, consume products, consume TV. Uh, buy stuff on holidays, retire, take up golf, he said, be a grandparent, gain cancer, maybe, and then you die. So, basically, he's saying the matrix is, exists to make sure that every human follows this formula so that you can do your part and support the very system that's enslaving you. So, matrix is bad, but we can get out of it. But then there's the Maya which is the system depends on human being rema- human beings remaining stuck in the Hindu concept of maya which means illusion we are stuck in the maya we're caught in survival mode suffocating and perpetual overwhelm while juggling have tos jumping through hoops and trying not to drown in endless sea of red tape media input and os updates so we So we follow this matrix pattern and there's a lot of fear for your, like, there's a lot of fear in you and your heart to, in your body to leave that pattern. And then there's a lot of judgment from everybody else around you if you leave that pattern and if you leave the matrix. So that's what I see. Um, But so basically, survival consciousness is what generates the fear and separates frequencies that keep the darkness alive while binding us to the fact that there's more to life than third dimensional slavery and the rules and structure and shackless the matrix places upon us. So he's saying that, so us in the 3D world, there are aliens, like Pleiadians and other light beings that are way more advanced than we are and way kinder and more loving and they take care of their planet that they live on and they just are very loving people and they don't have this matrix Maya crap and (laughs) he also says this one I really love um a lot of people get tripped up on what God really is because religion which is absolutely positively a tool of the matrix 
has given God a bad rap. Religion has painted God as this twisted pervert perched high upon a throne in the sky where he gets off and punishing folks because they didn't say enough Hail Marys or bow to the Mecca the right way. And so God is petty and has self-esteem issue. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do not think God punishes us. I do not think he judges us. God is love. I mean, he created everything. He is love. And he is in us. And... I don't, I don't understand the religion part of it because I just, well, I do from this reading bit out of his book where it's, you know, religion's created to make us live in fear and make us want to not get out of the blackout and, or get out of the matrix and get out of that dark patterning and realize that we are powerful and we don't need to follow the matrix and we don't need to follow religion because we are powerful and we are loving and we can, we're powerful just by being us. We don't need to follow a religion. We don't need to have fear. But, so that's basically what he's saying, what the blackout is. Um, it's a very interesting book. Its book is this, uh, Spirit Hacking. So that's a very good book. Um, it kind of freaked me out the first time I read it, and now hearing him talk, it kind of, it makes a lot of sense, and it makes a lot of sense. It really does. But, so, he did a live with, um, Almost 30, and I, like, wrote 50 pages of notes. No, I wrote, like, six pages of notes, so I'm gonna read some of what he said. He said, so the blackout's going to last 12 years, and during this 12 years period, we are going to lose a lot of lives. Because I believe in what I've heard, but I believe that this is true, that there, so you're a soul, and you come to, you pick your vessel to, and your parents, and your soul family, to learn more lessons on earth. So, if you are not willing, or you don't want to change, like... It's hard to explain. So if you, like, so say you get COVID, it's your, the soul's choice to stay or go if they want to fight it and go through this blackout, like, I don't know, whatever. Okay, just ignore that. But anyway, then he talks about the pandemic, saying it's economical situation. It's bring to the forefront that, <laughs> he was saying women don't hold money power. And it's not equally balanced. And it's supporting species that deplete the earth. So we're trashing the earth. So the reason why the pandemic is happening, happening is because earth needs to rest and we need to let her heal. And we don't do that. And it's, you know, it's actually really funny. Not funny, but throughout this whole COVID-19, there is a meme going around. I don't know how true it is, but all the countries that are having severe COVID-19 issues and high death rates and high cases are all countries run by men. And then all of the countries, there's like six of them, six countries that are doing well and have low death rates and low cases are all run by women. So let that sink in. Okay. But he was saying we need to remove control. We need to redirect the narrative 
conscious of evolution. We cannot keep pointing fingers, gossiping, holding people to their past, and looking for wrong wrong in people. We gotta stop sweeping everything under the rug. I agree with all of this. We are so looking to just point fingers and blame everybody else but ourselves. We need to heal ourselves individually and then that in turn will heal society and the collective once we heal ourselves if you are live in fear and you're angry all the time and people say something and it triggers you and you judge them and you yell and scream at them and you're pointing fingers at them and then you know we're holding people towards their past it's like you fucked up and did this in your past so you will never change and i'm judging you for this thing that you did in your past no We need to move on, forgive it, let go of the past, and just lead with love and lead with your heart. And we got to stop living in the fear and being controlling and have to control everything because we can't. If anything, COVID has taught us is that we can't control everything. We can't can't really control anything except our inner our heart and and ourselves. We can only control what is inside of us. We can't control anybody else, anything else, nothing. It sucks, but that's the way it is. You can only control you. And we learned that because all of our plans and everything went up in smoke during COVID. It's like, oh, well, maybe had a vacation plan. Maybe not going on it. Maybe we don't know until maybe the last minute. So, but he also said that all the plague and the race and like the racial issues that are happening in the system is being, you know, we're attacking each other and we're pointing, like I said earlier, pointing the fingers. And so the matrix likes to create the chaos. And so the chaos shows up and then it's like, you have to see how you will react to it. And it's like, you got to find the hero and But it's really all about your inner higher intelligence. It's not about anybody else around you. It's about what's inside of you. So, after the 12 years, I think, is the Great Awakening. But, so, yeah. So this is the Great Awakening, I think, that's happening right now. So he's saying... In these 12 years, we're going to find out about a civilization that's going to come up from the sea. Maybe Atlantis, maybe something else. We are going to find out more about extraterrestrials, so aliens. Um, We're going to learn more truths about them. I think there was already articles coming out that aliens are, in fact, real. And no one kind of really talked about it because they... They're just too busy yelling at everybody else about who's blaming who for COVID and everything else. Um, He also said that next year, there is going to be a man that's going to come into power. And he is going to disguise himself as a savior. So, okay. So, this, what I'm getting into now is really, really spiritual and really, really dark and deep and everything. So... Even if you don't believe what I'm about to say, just take it as our system's fucked up and we need to fix it. 
but this is what so what he said is going to happen if we don't fix it and it's kind of scary guys so we need to fix it but yeah there's going to be someone coming up he is going to claim he's a savior and he's doing all this good for people and he actually is going to be poisoning food and it will be lowering populations and it will be basically taking down countries um he said he's going to have evil eyes, but this guy's coming out next year. So, we also, um, social political structures are going to crumble and we are going to rise up against it. He's saying a woman is going to step up to power and she's going to show us a new understanding of government and how things can be and... She is going to be judged and crucified, and she's going to have a lot of suffering and pain, but she will be someone who will help us see a better way that we can live with probably more love and everything. Um, uh, then he was saying there's a lot of divide especially in America, between left-wing and right-wing. And he's saying that the middle people are going to bring back the love and they're going to make organizations that are going to get us out of the oppression of the left-wing, right-wing. And we're going to have stronger connections with each other. Um, he's saying the f there's four waves of COVID-19. Um, the second wave will be in August, around August. So it'll be when everybody thinks everything's getting back to normal. And I'm assuming this wave, second wave, is globally and not just in America. Because America's obviously a fucking shit show right now. But it's going to be um, more intense and stronger than the first wave. So, great. Um, he said there's some system organizations in selling and trading power with other countries. Um... Employee human mitigation, barricading humans from different resources. So basically, I think the trading power and selling to to and from other countries is we're going to be like, I guess, keeping maybe products or something from other countries. Um, then he says there is going to be earthquakes in places that don't get earthquakes such as new york city like really bad earthquakes um so this is gonna happen in the 12 years and he was saying if we don't fix this and corks correct our behaviors then another plague is going to come way worse than covid19 and um this one's gonna boil our skin so that's um that's fun that's very fun. So yeah, that's um, kind of it. Uh, he's saying a lot of women are going to be rising more. We need more feminine energy because we women can explain with the feminine energy how to survive. Because I guess with men in power, it's just like the basic survival. It's not like... The empowerment and the love of 
love of people and society and a collective. Like, men ruling is... We just... We need more feminine power, basically, if we want to change and course correct this scary 12-year fun that's going to happen. And, um... Yeah, we need more feminine power, people! And that can be... male can, Men can step into your feminine power, too. But anyway, so he says what we need to do as an individual is preserve your energy and not get into the nonsense of the gossiping and the judging and the pointing fingers and focusing on people's pasts and all this other stuff. Just focus on you. Be a kind, loving person to yourself and others, but focus on you and preserve your energy. He's saying, this is where it gets spiritual. You can talk to your ancestors. Talk to your ancestors. Um, he's also saying that um, some extraterrestrials like Pleiadians are here to help us and they're here to support us and we can reach out to them and just say Pleiadians or say I'd like to speak with someone of my of the highest good. So when you're channeling or talking to a spirit or a guide, you have to make sure that they, so you have to ask them if they are good. Because I think I've heard that the, so this, the matrix, the darkness can pretend that they're your spirit guide or a Palladian or someone or like, like, you know what they can, they can like, so they'll just pretend that there's someone you're talking to for your highest good, which is not true. So if you, and they can't lie. So if you say, are you a good being? They can't lie to you in the most likely leave. So you got to make sure that you're talking to a good being. Um, he's saying, don't be guilty. Don't feel guilt and don't feel shame. So any guilt and shame you feel, you need to let it, you need to let it go and figure out how to heal that. Um, yeah, I mean... So he was saying we're a type 2 planet, so a lot of extraterrestrials um, are kind of controlling us and we're their slave planet and they use God as manipulation to believe that we shall, thou shall not be free and that they create a religion to make us feel like we need that to live and survive and that we're very codependent and we are a victim to fear. And we need to get out of that. We we need to get out of that. He's saying to say, I must not fear for fear is a mind killer. Fear is energy they use to infiltrate you. So you have to work with your, whatever fear that you have, you have to work with it. Because I don't know about you, I don't want no uh, boiling blood uh, plague happening, and I don't want more people, to, I just don't, no, we, we need to do better. We need to heal ourselves individually, we need to find the love within ourselves, 
and find the peace within ourself and then spread it around, spread it outward. And in order for the collective to heal, we have to work on ourselves first. And if we don't do that, this dark darkness is our future. That that's gonna be our future. And you you really think that a skin plague is gonna be the least of our that's not gonna be the that's not gonna be the most of our problems. I do not I do not think that humanity will survive. Human beings will survive if we keep going at the rate we're going. There's too much fear, there's too much control, there's too much judgment, too much jealousy, too much finger pointing. Too much rage, too much anger, just too much blaming others for your problems or blaming others for your life, feeling like a victim in whatever happened to you, even though it doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. (sighs) Humans won't survive. We won't. Like our souls picked so our souls can choose to go to other planets and be other species and maybe they have but they come to earth and be a human because it's one of the hardest lessons and challenges for a soul to go through being a human is a huge lesson learner for souls so that's why they pick earth and come to earth because it's a very very difficult and challenging place And until you let go of the fear and the control and the judgment and anger and the rage and all that stuff, it's going to be a very miserable place. And yeah, your soul's going to learn a lot, but we're just going to end up in 12 years. I don't know where we're going to end up, but it has to start with you. We have to do better. We have to do better. We really do. We really have to do better. It's just, there's no reason. There's just no reason. Like, for me, my, um, for me, I have been really trying to be aware of how I respond to people that I don't agree with. Because online, a lot, I'm part of a lot of groups, and... People are always talking about Trump or talking about COVID and masks, mask wearing and if it's real and all this stuff. And I tend to get heated and boiled about it because I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how people like Trump. I don't understand how they still want to vote for him. I don't understand how he even became in the office, even though I know he's supposed to because all this is supposed to happen. But I don't understand it. I don't understand people who don't wear masks. I just, I don't understand it, and I never will, and I'm trying not to judge them, and if I see something I don't like like that, I try to just move, send them love, like healing love, and then move on. There's just no point in arguing with people anymore and pointing fingers and name, blame, name, game, and all this stuff. There's just no point. We need to do, we just need to do better. I keep saying that because it needs to be said. 
we need to we need to reclaim our personal power and transform ourselves into a better person and transform ourselves into love and peace because that is the only way that the society and human beings are going to heal and how mother nature is going to heal well (laughs) mother nature will find a way to kill us off so she will be fine we won't be fine so i pulled a card for you guys I pulled an uh, oracle card, but I, it's, I pulled the unbound, releasing soul patterns, contracts, and past lives. It is time to release old stories that you have been playing out in your life. They are coming up to be healed. There has never been a safer time to clear these patterns than right now. Take a look at these patterns in your life that you are ready to release. Ancient vows and contracts that your soul made that have an ex- expiry date. It could be a vow of silence or chastity or poverty. It is time to unwind from them. This is a life in which you free yourself from trauma of past lives. What old ways of being an expire what old ways of being have an expiry expiry date? I don't think I've ever seen that word. Anyway. When you name them, you claim them and they stop holding power over you. When acknowledging these old patterns, it is so important to acknowledge how they have served you up until now. For example, a soul pattern of playing small caused by soul fear of being seen or sharing your voice would have served you by keeping you safe. In order to grow, you now you need you now need to soften by receiving the calling and support. It's time to unbind from the old ways of being that are no longer sustainable. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm going to pull another one because that one was so good. <laughs> so I'm laughing because I just pulled the initiation. Oh my god, guys. Oh my god. It's interesting. The initiation. This is like very interesting to the topic that I'm talking about today. Okay, so the initiation. Rite of passage, passage crossing the threshold. Some of the most sacred... Int- into mm-hmm, initiation chambers and temples look scary from the outside but are break, breathtakingly beautiful on the inside this represents the journey that the old that the soul pilgrim is required to take to reach somewhere sacred but only the initiated can enter perhaps that is where you are right now you are being tested initiated because you're headed somewhere sacred initiations require that we cross the threshold from one world to state of being to the next. We are calling to face what scares us and have to be willing to lose it all in order to gain a new way of being, of safety, of security, of depth, of meaning. Nisi, nisi, oh, Jesus. Initiations, the right, like rites of passage, mark the shift from one age to the next and can take place because of emotional turmoil, great loss, grief, or devastation. But it is through that seeing, seeming hardship that our hearts crack open and our spirits is invested to step forward. We take the sacred voyage into more of who we are and who we came here to be. It can be painful and scary, but once we begin the journey, we can, we can be more ourselves than ever before. If you are in the middle of initiation right now, you will get through it and one day soon you will 
bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. You're going somewhere sacred. It'll be worth it. And you're closer than you think. Okay. So basically, we need to release old patterns within yourself, which then will release the societal patterns collectively. And then we are going through the initiation process to release more stuff. So see, it's all about releasing our fear and control and digging deep and finding your inner wisdom and your power. <sighs> take your power back. Take your love back. Take your heart back. Get rid of control, get rid of fear, get rid of anger, get rid of rage. Be empowered. Get focused. Protect your energy. And do better. Alright, I hope you liked this episode. I just wanted to share that with you because I find that so fascinating. But scary at the same time and I hope that collectively we can get through it. And we can do better and grow and love. Spread the love. All right, everyone, have a great week. I love you all so much. Bye. Bye.